Good morning, it's Thursday, December 6th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Boehner gains backing of House GOP. Militant forces got arms meant for Libya rebels. And how insider inquiries trail led to hedge fund. In today's national headlines, Dave Brubeck, ambassador of jazz, dies at 91. A study suggests the extended use of breast cancer drug and anti-smoking outlays cut despite record tobacco revenue. In this morning's financial headlines, city to cut jobs and take a $1 billion charge. Report bolsters the case for U.S. natural gas exports. And Europe hits the tech cartels with a penalty of $1.96 billion. There will be more business stories, along with more national and international news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Boehner Gains Backing of House GOP, reported by Jennifer Steinauer. With a daunting fiscal crisis looming and conservatives outside the House torching him at every turn, Speaker John Boehner might be assumed to have a shaky hold on his gavel. Instead, it appears he's enjoying the broadest support of his tumultuous two-year speakership from House Republicans. As Boehner digs in for a fiscal confrontation with President Obama, the embrace from a broad spectrum of the rank and file may empower him as he tries to strike a deal on spending cuts and tax increases that spares the country a recession, without costing Republicans too much in terms of political principle. With the election results ensuring another four years with an empowered adversary in the White House and a growing docket of polls that show voters ready to blame Republicans for a failure to avert the so-called fiscal cliff, many House Republicans appear to view Boehner with the same sort of respect that adult children award their parents for the sage counsel they ignored in their younger days. Should his support hold up, Boehner would be better able to negotiate from a point of relative Republican unity. And, most important, he would be viewed as able to sell a deal to his once fractious caucus. On Wednesday, in a private meeting between Boehner and House Republicans, member after member spoke in support of him, in some cases saying a deal they would have rejected six months ago would most likely be taken today. I want to be a strong advocate and say that I'm with the Speaker, said Representative Scott Riggle of Virginia, a House freshman. I am with the leadership. Further helping Boehner, at least for now, is the sense that he's no longer forced to look constantly over his shoulder, fearing a counterproductive move by Representative Eric Cantor of Virginia, the majority leader, who has spent much of the last two years quietly maneuvering around Boehner. Cantor signed on this week to Boehner's package that included $800 billion in new revenue, putting him squarely on the same page with the Speaker, Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin, the chairman of the Budget Committee and recent vice presidential candidate, whom many of the most conservative members look to for cues, also signed on. That proposal, along with the Speaker's approval for a decision to strip Plum Committee assignments from four members who consistently voted against the leadership, has brought great consternation from conservative groups and influential conservatives outside the House. But Boehner and the majority of his members seem willing to ignore the outcry. Then there's the not-small matter of fundraising. Boehner, who on Wednesday spoke briefly by phone with Obama about the budget standoff, 
raised nearly $100 million for Republican House candidates this election cycle, including incumbents, further securing goodwill.